Let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away and it'll sound like you're sitting in the same room. It's as easy to use as Zoom, but gives much higher quality audio and video recordings. Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a hero platform for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using Riverside FM. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside FM. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive a 30% discount on your first three months of your subscription. That's promo code SHIPIT to receive a 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Back to the show. Welcome to another episode of the Talking Blues podcast. Chelsea 3, Zenit 3 in the final match day, 6 of 6 of the UEFA Champions League group stage. Chelsea does not lead or, you know, they don't win out the group of Group H, although they have already clinched their their spot in the uh, Champions League round of 16. So we are excited for that, although not the result we expected today, not the result we hoped for or we wanted all of those words, uh, you know, describe this one. The good, the bad, the ugly, we'll get into all of it. Josh, Alex, and Peter here for this episode. Hopefully he'll join us for our lineup previews against Leeds United this weekend. Uh, for everyone listening, you can check out all of our previews on our YouTube channel as long as, as well as, excuse me, the episodes uh, visually as well. If you're a more visual person like Alex, uh, you can go to Talking Blues Podcast, search Talking Blues Podcast on YouTube, and we will be the first link that comes up there, and all of our you know episodes are in video on here, so it's very exciting. Anyway, Alex, I'll start with you and ask, how are you doing? How is your day? How is watching the Chelsea game? My day was okay. Watching the Chelsea game was painful, but you know we're, we're through to the next round. That's all we got to worry about right now. Um, and hopefully we get a nice draw and not someone who's very tough to compete against. Hopefully we don't get a Bayern or a, a Man City or even a, you know, a Liverpool or someone like that. But I'm doing well. Josh, how are you doing? We're going to flip the switch on you, Fli- flipping the table around. I know. If you're watching, I'm like adjusting my camera. I'm adjusting my light. I'm just going all over the place. But anyway, um, yeah, so... I'm doing okay, you know. I'm actually doing like I'm doing pretty good. Um, I, I've actually started to to run, uh, and Alex knows I actually like hate running. And what I mean by running, like I go for a run, right? And, and during the day, so I went for the I went for a run after the Chelsea game, and you feel good, you, you know. In the moment, you're when you're running, you know. Obviously, there's pain, but then you like endure through that pain. You get home, and you feel a sense of like. I don't, it's not like rejuvenation, but you, you feel healthy, you feel happy, and you feel like you did something good out there. Now, 
Chelsea have made me feel the exact opposite. The players aren't healthy. They don't make me feel happy. And I don't feel rejuvenated watching a Chelsea game. I actually either get extremely mad or, you know, emotionally uh, upset about the Chelsea matches. Um, so, you know, my, my little analogy there. But I think that what we need to take out of this game is that these injuries are crucial, crucial, crucial to the Chelsea performances moving along. And the more injuries we get, the lower we will get in tables, and the more matches we will in, in tables in the Premier League table, and the more matches we will lose. It is very nerve-wracking to watch my club that I very much enjoy watching draw and lose and 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 draw and lose again, right? And let's be honest, in the Premier League table right now, it seems like we know who the top three is going to be for the rest of this season. It's Liverpool, it's Man City, it's Chelsea. Those are the big three, right? So it's going to be those competing to the end of the season. And if we drop points, it's over. The more points we drop, they're going to keep on soaring high. We cannot expect for the worst to happen with Liverpool and Man City. They will not lose games, right? And it was like that way for Chelsea until the injuries were just so unbearable that our backups were playing and it wasn't going well. So it, it's, it, it's not good. It's not good. Uh, and you hope there's a switch and you hope something happens. But it's really the injuries that are that are carrying us backwards and not forwards, obviously. And you just hope something changes. Yeah, you got to hope so. Uh, we're going to try a little something for today's video, right, Josh? We're going to do a little, a little screen share of the highlights kind of as we're going through the game as well. Um, yes, Josh, you, go, you, you good? You unmuting? You muting? You're good? You're all good? You're shaking your head? You're good. Okay. Uh, so we're just going to, you know, let that go. But anyway, um, I, I'd say in terms of how the game went, it just felt like, obviously, we were joking in the preview episode, right, with Josh, because he had, who'd you have at left wing back again that we were, that Peter and I were making fun of you about? Uh, I had Reese James in my left wing back position, and then Peter chimed in and said, Oh, yeah. Oh, he could play in the midfield. And, you know, lo and behold, thank God he's not on this episode because I would have heard a bunch about that. So, you know, that would have been a problem there. But luckily, we're okay. Yeah. And what I'd say as we're, you know, we're not going to give any free promotion right now. Uh, <laughs> uh, what, what I'd say about the game is that Tuchel went crazy, right, with the lineups here. He definitely... He almost he he almost he almost listened to the preview episodes like ah, I don't know what to do and maybe as we see this first Timo Werner goal um, which was very nice to see it'll be the first of two possibly almost three if he didn't square it to Lukaku which we'll see later but um, and I thought in general Tuchel kind of made a weird lineup today he obviously started Malang Sar Peter mentioned that possibly that could happen he started Le- uh, uh, Saul at left wing back. And, and and in general, he had Mount and Barkley doing some weird midfield trio type of thing with Reese James. I thought Reese James played excellently, and he looked very good in the midfield. Um, but, yeah, I, I thought we, we kind of missed some of that height that we had uh, with Rudiger, with Thiago Silva. Uh, Malang Sar didn't look particularly great, but he looked okay. Saul obviously, uh, you know, made a few mistakes, but... Uh, I thought was better than he's been so far, if that makes any sense. Uh, but yeah, it's it's not it wasn't great, uh, certainly. But we definitely didn't have our best team out there either. So that that's what I would say initially in terms of the game. Um, it was very like mishmash lineup, and we just kind of didn't look sharp. You know, 
Alex, I mean, you say the stuff about Saul, and we'll get to the player ratings later. I don't know where his is. I can't, We're going through it, obviously. You're the one guessing, though. Uh, but he did give up a chance here in the first half uh, where it was just one-on-one with Kepa. He was luckily able to come up with the save, so that was the good part of, of that uh, you know area of play. I think the Chelsea defense in the first half, as obviously we could tell from the 2-1 scoreline going into halftime, was absolutely atrocious, and that had to do with the injured center backs that we had uh, going into this game, mainly just Trevor Chalaba, um, and Christensen didn't start, right? No, uh, he was, did start. Christensen started, he, yeah. He did Rudiger start. He was Silva who didn't start, yeah. Right, it was, uh, so. Uh, sorry, I was thinking about Rudiger, Silva was not starting, they were getting the rest, because we were, we were trying to rest as many players as we can, especially... Yeah, and we had Chalaba injured. What I meant to say, Alex, uh, is that the pairing of Christensen and Maleng Sar was very underwhelming and very bad. Um, in this first half, they were giving up chances left and right. Kepa came up clutch in, in most of the opportunities that he got. But in the times where he wasn't able to come up clutch, the goal, the reason for those goals, I wouldn't blame him. I would blame this Chelsea defense. Uh, and, and that is the main reason for that, honestly. Uh, just some lucky bounces here and there, uh, but I think that we have to give credit to Kepa, but not so much for this defense in the first half. In the second half, they cleaned it up a little bit. We know about the late second goal, the late the, the goal in the late seconds of the match is what I'm meaning to say there, uh, in the plus my 90th plus four minute, and then you know we really thought we had the win there with the Timo Werner goal in like the 84th. Um. So, yeah, I mean, I want to give you a chance to talk, and then you can hear me and, uh, again, save a clip because this is yet probably the second or third time I've only done this in my in our career here on Talking Blues of Praise Simo Werner. So I'll let you speak, and then I'll do what I need to do and uh, wrap it up as quick as I can. So Timo Werner, uh, it's two goals and an assist, looked very sharp. Uh, one of probably the only Chelsea players who looked really on the ball today, except for maybe possibly Reese James, um, who I thought also played extraordinarily well. Um, so him and Timo Werner, if we're doing the man of the match type of things, I think we're both very good. And here, obviously, in this example, you can see where our defense is getting caught out. And obviously, Kepa doesn't really have a chance there. Um, and and Malang Sar was a bit underwhelming. He had, a, he had some spots that I thought he was good, but uh, most of the time was a bit underwhelming. Um, and to... Not, con- yeah? Go ahead. No, I was just going to give context. To wrap up to... with my Timo Werner, so a double interruption. To wrap up with my Timo Werner, Timo Werner was excellent. Josh, you got to do what you got to do. Let's hear it. Well, firstly, I want to give context to everyone listening. Alex is, uh, was explaining uh, the second goal that Zenit scored off the uh, counterattack. It was basically a run to the right with no one in sight on defense. Kepo had a sprawl out of net and just. The uh, attacker kind of just roamed to the right and was able to to get one in. Um, what was that? Asmount, I think, got that second goal. I don't know if that's exactly how you pronounce his name, but I, I think so. Um, and then we went to half, obviously, with the 2-1 scoreline. All right, I'll do it. The team up praise. All right, so Timo Werner had, uh, had two goals in this match, and he looked very good on and off the ball. That's it. But uh, Okay, fine. I'll give a little more than that. The first goal, let's be honest, it was a tap-in, okay? Timo Werner didn't do anything crazy special. I would like to give more props to Ross Barkley on the wonderful cross uh, that led to the goal and a whole bunch of Zenit and Chelsea players in the front half of that setup uh, of the goal. And then back post, Werner's able to nicely slot it in. 
Um, and he's missed chances like that before, so it's good for him to knock that one in. Got to get the disses while you can give them the likes. Then, with the second goal scoring opportunity, there's going to be no disses here. An absolute banger. Nothing short of that. So it was a great goal by Timo Werner on the second, the second, uh, the second goal. It was an absolute banger. I think it was a one-touch right foot. Absolute blast past the goalkeeper, which us Chelsea fans all thought was going to be the game winner and uh, didn't turn out to do so. Didn't turn out to be that way. Uh, so... But yeah, my, my Timo Werner praise there. It was it, The wonderful second goal is really what I look at uh, throughout this whole performance. Alex, what do you want to do next? you want to go through player ratings? Uh, yeah, we'll go over that in a second. I just wanted to talk about the, the assist. Obviously, he had two to that Romelu Lukaku goal, winning fouls like we see here in, the, in this uh, portion of the clip uh, where Timo Werner you know, kind of spins Lovren around. Um, and that, obviously, his run... Uh, I believe, I forget now who played him in, but I want to say it was possibly Barkley. I think it's literally right here, so we're going to see in a second. Yes, it was It was Barkley who played it through to Werner and then, you know, unselfishly crosses it or, you know, really just lays it off there for Lukaku who bangs it in. Uh, so I think that was also very impressive. His run in the buildup of that play uh, was exquisite and very important as well. Uh, and you see the run here again if you're watching the YouTube video. If you're not, I highly suggest you come watch the YouTube video because you know, it really helps kind of get some of the context. But, um, yeah, that's all I wanted to say. Let's go to the player ratings. Well, first of all, uh, you know, you kind of sparked my uh, remembering of things, and I have a quote here from Thomas Tuchel of his post-game press conference, and I want to go to that now. Uh, do you want to split it by paragraph? Yeah, we can do that. I, I think that's fine, so I'll read one, you read you, one. Why don't you read it, since I'm doing the uh, screen share for the thingy. Oh, right, 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 that makes sense. Okay, so I'm going to read all of it. A lot of reading for Josh today, so... Brace yourselves, everyone. Okay, here we go. Quote Thomas Tuchel, here we go. If you coach Chelsea and we concede six goals in two matches, we gave four times the lead away in these two matches. Nobody can be happy today, and nobody can be happy in West Ham. So it's absolutely not the moment to talk about individual performances, about whether we are happy or not happy. Nobody can be happy. We had a very good first 15 minutes, and then we stopped doing the things we did in the first 15 minutes. I had the feeling, and it's my opinion, that we were in charge uh, when we are the better team. We are forgetting why we are the better team. The investment, the level of concentration, the level of physical investment was higher enough to be the better team. Once, uh, here's the second half of quotes, uh, once this drops 5 or 10%, once we start managing results, once we start changing our behavior based on the score, we get punished at the moment. It happened again. It happened against West Ham today. Oh, is this against West Ham when he said this? It might have been. Uh, the reaction was good. And that shows me that it's not about what we can do because suddenly we can see a goal, two goals, and we step up and show the reaction. But once we have the lead, once we had the lead, we gave it away again. The last six minutes we started playing balls back, start not attacking with the same aggression and with the same hunger, and we got immediately punished. It is for, the, for me the level of investment that we have to do no matter what is on the score sheet. Uh, it cannot drop just because we are in the lead, and that is what is happening to us right now, and it's not the big picture, but it is what it is. So, I that's interesting. I thought that this is post, after this sounds, game. That's after. Yeah, this I was game. gonna say. I don't know why it says West Ham today. Um, but yeah, well, I believe, maybe part I of it was it was like a mishmash of quotes. Anyway, um, I don't think so. Anyway, I agree with 
Thomas Tuchel. We got to retain the lead. Our our game management is just not there. Um, and, and, you know, it's not time to look at individuals like he said. But, of course, we're going to look at some individuals. Let's get to the player <laughs> ratings. Uh, Kappa Alex, what do you think he was – yeah, what do you think he was ranked on the Fan Nation site here? Who, Thomas Tuchel? <laughs> Kappa. Kappa. Sorry, I was just making a funny joke. It wasn't funny at all. Um, Kepa, I think he was a s- eight out of ten. Correct. On the one then... one zero streak right so far, Malang Sar, Andreas Christensen, Asby back line. All five out of tens, I want to say. You got one right there with Christensen. All of them very much near with with the down one and the up one. Malang Sar getting a four out of ten. Asby getting a six out of ten there. Uh, we move on to the midfield. I'll give you. Let's go wing backs first. So that would be what Hudson Adoy and Saul. Yeah. Uh, Hudson Adoy five out of ten. Saul four out of ten. Calum Hudson Adoy six, and then we have Saul getting a five. Okay. Midfield: Reese James, Ross Barkley. Reese James seven out of ten. Ross Barkley four out of ten. No, Reese James, correct on Barkley with the 5 out of 10. Reese James getting a 6 out of 10. Uh, and then you have the front three, Werner, Mason Mount, Romelu Lukaku. Werner, 9 out of 10. Correct. Lukaku, 6 out of 10. 7. And Mount, 5 out of 10. 6 out of 10. Okay. There you go. So there's your Ch- Chelsea match uh, player ratings. Do you want to go through the bench as well? You can leave it at that. Uh, I guess not. Well, like a couple. Like, why don't we do, like, who, who came we on first? We could do Ziesch and Pulisic. They came on first, and then it, uh, we could just do the bench because then it was too they're, – they're, I'll just notch them up together. Pulisic, Hakeem, Ziesch. Okay. Pulisic, 5 out of 10. Ziesch, 5 out of 10. Pulisic, they actually gave a 7 out of 10, saying the American failed to have much impact going forward off the bench until his assist for Werner's second. A nice through ball into the feet of the Germans, so that's why he got the 7, I assume, or or the main reason why he did. Hakeem Ziyech getting a 6 out of 10. Kai Havertz, Marcus Alonso, they both got the same rating, to give you a hint. 5 out of 10. (laughs) 6. They're being generous today, and I'm not being generous. All right. So I guess that's interesting. A... Maybe it was a different writer this time. Yeah, maybe, possibly. Uh, but anyway, I mean, what else do we have to talk about? I, I can go through my stats here. Chelsea, Zenit, uh, Zenit actually let in shots, and that's not something I say often when I go through the stats segment. And I go through the stats segment a lot, so that says a lot. Uh, Zenit shots, 18 to 13. Although shots on target, Chelsea led that 8 to 7 possession. That usually never changes, and it doesn't here. 54 to 46, although then it kept it close there. Passes 524 to 443. Chelsea won that. Pass accuracy 87% to 82%. Fouls 8 to 5. Chelsea led that. Yellow card split at ones. No red cards in this match. Offsides 2 to 1. And another thing that Chelsea usually leads in that Zenit, that Zenit uh, took control of in this game was corners 10 to 8, uh, as they won that as well. And your final. Group H standings. Juventus comes on top with six matches played. They went 5-0-1 with 15 points. Chelsea in second going 4-1-1 with 13 points. Zenit in third with going 1-2-3 with 5 points. And then 
Malmo in fourth, going 0-1-5, uh, with one point. Unfortunate for Malmo. Um, we will not be seeing them again. Although Zenit does advance, right? Or they uh, also they go to the advance? Europa League, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. They, so good for them. Uh, they were they, they were able to clinch their spot there. They were able to draw against Chelsea, which is a, a big thing for them. Although, I guess they would have made it anyway, right? So not that big of a deal. But still, give 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 some props there. Give some props. Um, okay. Are 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 you good? All right, so then just going to look forward uh, to this weekend's matchup, you know, what I mentioned earlier about how Chelsea cannot drop points. I, I get the injuries. I understand all of that. I mean, to look ahead, you, you have the Saturday matchups, uh, Chelsea, Man City, and Liverpool all playing at the same, on the same day as Saturday, Chelsea and Liverpool playing at the same time. Man City's playing Wolves. Liverpool is playing Aston Villa. Wolves are in eighth. And to go to Aston Villa... Let's see. I'm sorry, I had to pull up the Premier League table. Aston Villa sits in 10th. So, yeah, you know, it's not so good. Uh, Chelsea are playing Leeds, so you would say, oh, yeah, this should be an easy easy matchup. I just, I'm nervous. I'm nervous again. I don't want to drop points again, so I'm, I'm, I'm a little nervous there. But I think Alex is a little antsy to get out of here, so I'll give him his space and time that he needs. Uh, so for uh, checking out this, all the links to this podcast, you can go to shipitstudios.com slash talkingblues. That's shipitstudios.com slash talkingblues. Uh, you can go subscribe everywhere, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Um, go rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Talking Blues Pod on, Inst- on Twitter, excuse me, and TikTok. And... Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Talking Blues Podcast. I am Josh, and I've been joined by my co-host, Alex. We will see you next time for another Chelsea recap. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi... We've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.